0: For Seaville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Welcome to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host for the next 30 minutes, as we have a conversation about faith and how to integrate our faith into all the areas of our lives. On this program, we share testimonies and faith journeys intended to encourage you if you're already a believer and challenge you a little bit if you're still checking out faith because the Bible says, faith comes by hearing. In hearing from the Word of God, so that's what we do on this show. We are going to share some Scripture and some Word of God, and we hope that it touches your heart today. Um, we'd like to start the program with a Scripture reading. This is one that has certainly touched my heart uh, several times, and I've been reading it again and again for the past week. It's from the New Testament. It's 1 Peter chapter 5, and we're going to jump in here at about, I think, verse 5. We will start at verse 5. It goes like this. In the same way, the younger ones should willingly support the leadership of the elders. In every relationship, each of you must wrap around yourself the apron of a humble servant, because... God resists you when you are proud, but multiplies grace and favor when you are humble. If you bow low in God's awesome presence, he will eventually exalt you as you leave the timing in his hands. Pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there, for he always tenderly cares for you. Be well balanced and always alert because your enemy, the devil, roams around incessantly like a roaring lion looking for its prey to devour. Take a decisive stand against him and resist his every attack with strong, vigorous faith. For you know that when your believing brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing the same kind of troubles you endure. And then, after your brief suffering, the God of all love and grace who has called you to share in his eternal glory in Christ will personally and powerfully restore you and make you stronger than ever. Yes, he will firmly set you in place and build you up. Again, that's 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5 through 10. I love to read, well, I love to read the Bible, but particularly interested in reading from those who were actually walking with Jesus, which, as we know, Peter was right there with Jesus, and um, just powerful words um, from 1 Peter chapter 5. Thanks again for tuning in this morning. We're going to talk about that verse on the program. I want to remind you that we have all of our podcasts loaded on iTunes. We also have a website. It's everydayfaithradio.com. Thank you again for tuning in this morning. We'll be right back with our special guest, Mabel Morris. So please stay with us.
1: Here's what's happening in Central Virginia. The annual Fluvanna Meals on Wheels yard sale will be held at Effort Baptist Church on August 23rd and 24th, beginning at 8 a.m. To contribute and to find out more information, visit MealsOnWheelsFluvanna.org. Come to the North Garden Community Day taking place on August 17th at Cutright Lake. Everything's free, so bring the family. The 27th annual Taste of the Mountain Street Festival will be from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on August 31st on Main Street in Madison. Rain or shine, you'll find food, crafts, a wine tent, and more. Details can be found at madisonva.com. Bring the kids to Pleasant Groves Art in the Park, happening on August 19th at 9.30 in Palmyra. Make a masterpiece with your child, read stories, and have creative discussion. If your charity or nonprofit has an event, email your information at least four weeks in advance to PSA at Monticellomedia.com. For more events, visit our website, wchv.com.
0: And in your out of desperation, do no, you the only- Welcome back to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in today on the program. We have with us for her second time on the program, Mabel Morris is back with us. Mabel, thank you so much for joining us this morning on the show.
2: Thank you so much for having me back.
0: You know, I was thinking of you this morning. We're going to talk about um, 1 Peter a little bit in this show, but I'm actually going to start with... um, John chapter 4, which I was reading earlier today, John chapter 4 is the woman at the well. You get down to the end of her story, and it goes back. She meets Jesus, has this encounter with Jesus, and she goes back, and she tells everyone in her village about this man that she met who's the Savior, and mm-hmm. it says at the very end, and you have to kind of dig to find this, but it says at the very end, many came to believe because of her testimony. Mm-hmm. And when I thought about that, and then I thought about walking onto this show with you today, and I was thinking about how sweet your testimony is and how important sharing the testimony or, or one's testimony, how important that is for others to hear it to kind of keep it alive and I was wondering if you had any kind of comment on that if anything kind of rang to you about the importance of the testimony
2: i, I do jeff because i learned a long time ago the importance of sharing my testimony and not being afraid mm. um, because i shared and then someone else got blessed by it mm. and they let me know that they were blessed by what i shared and they were going through something very similar It was a while back, and we were dealing with um, our children. And, you know, I shared something that had been difficult with raising our last son. And this woman, you know, and I were able to talk and we were able to minister to one another about what we've been dealing with. When you share your testimony, you realize that you're not alone. There are others that are, are going through the same thing. And when you have the faith, the size of a grain of a mustard seed. Mm. You can tell anything that you're dealing with, any mountain, to
0: move, to be out of your, to get out of your way, because Jesus is with us. Mm-hmm. He loves us. Amen. And, and part of your testimony that I want to get to, if if you if you didn't hear, Mabel was on the on the program a few weeks ago, and she walked us through her her testimony how she came to faith. Which I, I still think was so sweet. It was modeled out by your, was it your grandmother? Yeah, grandmother, that, my father's mother, Big Mama. Uh, big Mama, you and Big Mama would walk to church. I, I loved I loved the obedience of, <laughs> uh, of you know, she knew she wasn't going to sleep in. She wasn't going to just, you know, make breakfast for everybody. It was the Lord's Day. We're going to church. Mm-hmm. And along comes Mabel Morris. Walk okay, well, it's Sunday, so we're we're going to church and I'm, this was I'm, a wednesday evening uh, okay well uh, yeah even, <laughs> even so still, even yeah. still, <laughs> uh, uh, even more i love mm-hmm. it and and i just i just love how that became kind of ingrained in you and you saw somebody kind of walking out their faith living their faith yes. right i yes. love that i love that part of, about but what we didn't get to in the last interview or maybe we touched on it at the very end You have been going through your own health battle right now. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And I wondered if for our listeners, if you would kind of just touch on kind of where you are and how your faith has come in and helped you during this challenge.
2: Yes, I was diagnosed with um, triple negative breast cancer in December, The end, right at the end of December, 1st of January, actually was when I got the call to say, yes, I did have cancer. And um, it was breast cancer, and it was something called triple negative, which I didn't really know anything about. But I called my husband, and we went to pray for about four or five hours down at the bridge, and down during that time, you know, I always try to start my day in prayer because I know that the Lord is with me. He's going to lead and guide. But because of that diagnosis, um, I was overwhelmed at first, of course, but just stopping and kind of collecting myself and realizing that, you know, the Lord said he would never leave me nor forsake me during the mountain tops, during the hills. During the valleys, when you're in the valley and when you're going through the storms, that's when the Lord is with you and he's carrying you. So um, when I, the doctor gave me this diagnosis and I immediately told her I wanted to get a second opinion. And um, I think that's just always something, you know, smart to do. So I got a second opinion. I ended up going to um, UVA and uh, meeting with a surgeon. And because of that triple negative, the doctor explained to me that the best procedure. There are a lot of other alternative medicines out here, but the best procedure was to have chem- have surgery, chemo, and then radiation. And I have, that's exactly what I did. I was able to um, have the surgery. It was a lumpectomy, and it really went well. Um, I felt pretty good. I was able to travel, like maybe four or five days afterwards, because we were doing um, was doing the um, NCAA. A championship time, and um, then I went through that. I finished my last chemo on the twenty sixth of of um, July. Just trusting the Lord the whole way, just trusting that the Lord is with me, and really just trusting and believing that the cancer was completely gone out of my body, that I had already been healed, um, because the surgery when the surgery was done. The cancer cells around what was removed were negative, and the um, also the lymph nodes that were removed were all negative. Mm. So, I mean, I was just praising God through it all. That's what I've been doing. And now I'm going through the radiation part. I've five. Um, I've had five treatments as of today, and I have 15 more to go. And I am just, you know, happy as a lot. People see me. They're like, I can't tell you're mm. going through anything. But I'm like, you know, I'm just trusting the Lord no one's tomorrow is promised. I live every day, you know, expecting God to just do great things um, for me as well as for for others. And when you live like that, you try not to, you know, you just don't, you just try not to be negative. You you try to just see the good. I see that the glass is, you know, half full, you know, full, halfway full and uh, trust in the Lord. He's with me. Um, There's so many scriptures that I just lean on. One in particular that I love is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. When we allow that word to penetrate our hearts Mm. and our minds, you know, he's with me.
0: Mm. This is Everyday Faith Radio, Jeff Gaffney, your host, and we have Mabel Morris on the program. This is her second interview. She's talking about her testimony. Of walking with God through her cancer diagnosis and her healing, Um, Mabel, we're we're heading to the first break on the program, but I'm wondering how how do the word how does the word in Psalm 23 how do you personalize that how do you take that message penned by king david on psalm 23 and how do you take it and apply it and wear it and put it on and move around with it how does that work (laughs) for you
2: for me i put my own name in the lord is mabel's shepherd Mm -hmm. mabel shall not want um god he maketh mabel to lie down in green pastures he leadeth mabel beside the still water i put myself in that Mm. and i'm you know that reminds me that he is doing you know he loved us god loved us so much that he gave us his son his son his only begotten son that whosoever will believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life and and because of that great love i know that i'm never going to be alone and it's when you're in the valley Mm when you're going through the storms of your life that he's carrying you. I love that poem about the footprints, how God is always walking with you. But when, it's, when you're in the, the storm I and mean, you're in the valley and going through the roughest times in your life, this has been the most challenging time of my life. Mm-hmm. I've never been faced with an uh, illness this serious. And that's the time that God is carrying me. He carries you during that time.
0: I have so many more questions to ask you. This is Everyday Faith Radio. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. More with our interview with Mabel Morris. Please stay with us and hang on for more Everyday Faith Radio. We'll be right back in just a moment.
1: Here's what's happening in Central Virginia. The annual Fluvana Meals on Wheels yard sale will be held at Effort Baptist Church on August 23rd and 24th, beginning at 8 a.m. To contribute and to find out more information, visit mealsonwheelsfluvana.org. Come to the North Garden Community Day, taking place on August 17th at Cutright Lake. Everything's free, so bring the family. The 27th annual Taste of the Mountain Street Festival will be from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on August 31st on Main Street in Madison. Rain or shine, you'll find food, crafts, a wine tent, and more. Details can be found at MadisonVA.com. Bring the kids to Pleasant Grove's Art in the Park, happening on August 19th at 9.30 in Palmyra. Make a masterpiece with your child. Read stories and have creative discussion. If your charity or nonprofit has an event, email your information at least four weeks in advance to PSA at MonticelloMedia.com. For more events, visit our website, WCHV.com.
0: And then out of desperation, do you not. Welcome back to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host, and with us on the program today, we have Mabel Morris. This is her second interview on the program. Um, first interview a couple weeks ago, if you want to go back on our website, EverydayFaithRadio.com. It's a very powerful testimony of how Mabel came to faith. Today, we are talking about her battle and her victory against cancer and the healing that she is experiencing, and how faith has played a big part in all of this. Mabel, I want to go back to, um, to some scripture. Let me, let me touch on this scripture that we started the program with. 1 mm-hmm. Peter chapter 5, verse 10 is what I'm going to read again. It says, And then, after your brief suffering the god of all loving grace who has called you to share in his eternal glory in christ will personally and powerfully restore you and make you stronger than ever do you believe that mabel i truly believe that are you experiencing that like right is that is that something that you're sort of going through right now
2: i really do believe it because you know when you're going when you've been through something if you've never been through something you don't know that you know how what it is that you're dealing with. But when you've been through something and you've had to learn to lean and depend Mm -hmm. on him, yeah, it strengthens your faith. Mm -hmm. It strengthens your faith for your journey.
0: You know, the verse just before this in 1 Peter, it talks about um, how God opposes the proud, but he multiplies grace and favor on the humble. You know, I have this theory about that is, um, you know, pride, as we know, is um, is a terrible thing. It's um, it's um, it's it's man-made and and of the world. And it's it's contrary to God's kingdom, because when you look at that verse, how God opposes the proud but multiplies grace and favor on the humble. Humble is of the kingdom of God. But here's my theory where I'm going. Is it oftentimes we don't like to be humble in this world because we're sort of bred to be go-getters and um lead the pack and we're number one. Even uh, our mutual friend, Tony Bennett, you know, we, we, we're, we want to be national champions. We, we want to be number one. And that's how we're bred and raised and focused. And that's where, what we shoot for. But if you don't keep that humility about you, which is the wonderful thing that coach Bennett has been able Mm -hmm. to do is he has, he he lives out his faith and he keeps a humbleness about him. But, um, it's when something like this, when challenges come into your life, I do believe and and I want to come to you on this, Mabel I do believe that gives you the moments to be alone with God and to experience the reality of his promises, the truthfulness of his promises, because when you're alone, and in your case, you have a cancer diagnosis or in other people that we've had on the show, they've had financial catastrophes, they have a relative who's battling an addiction, they have the loss of a loved one, we've seen a lot of that, but there's something about getting to that place where we've heard the expression, um, you don't know that God is all you need until God is all you got. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to kind of pass it to you and see if any of those thoughts kind of connect or resonate with you in in terms of the humility, in terms of the um, oftentimes it takes some suffering to get to that place where the message that you're hearing from God is crystal clear.
2: Yes, sometimes that's what has to happen. You have to be humbled You have to go through something in order to realize, wait a minute, you know, put yourself in check. Mm. And um, the Lord said that we are to be still and know that he is God, Mm. that he is in control. And that um, when we have that faith that I'm talking about the size of a grain of a mustard seed, um, we can, you know, we can say to that mountain. But we can say to that mountain through God by just knowing he is with us. He said he would never leave us, and he said he would never forsake us. And um, humbling ourselves helps us to put things into perspective of where we are in life. Mm-hmm. You know, We are, we are um, his children. He is our father, and we have to submit to him
0: do you feel closer to god after going through what you've been through i
2: consider this a gift actually because i do Mm. i do feel much closer i you know to be able to come on this radio show with you jeff and to share my testimony is nothing but the lord Mm. um i don't know that i would be have been able to do that prior to dealing with um going through this situation Mm. with cancer and just you know when you have a battle And you feel like you do have something that you can share that might be helpful for someone else i mean that's the that's the greatest thing and in in my desiring to come on the radio show is if somebody else can you know get something out of this Mm. that that's the blessing
0: all right so let's take the person now who's tuned into this radio show who has not experienced the personal relationship with jesus and and they they heard you earlier talk about how you put your name in the scripture as god is talking to you what would you say to somebody who who hasn't experienced that outpouring of love from god personally like they've heard the words but they haven't experienced it what would you say i would say
2: i would say to them to pray Mm. and to seek god for themselves pray and ask God to come into their hearts, because you can be saved when you you accept him in your heart and Mm. you say, I love you, Lord, and then you believe in your mind that he is the Father.
0: Amen. Let's roll back to some of the promises of God that you've been holding on to during your journey in this Mm -hmm. battle against cancer. Are there any other scriptures that have really been kind of bedrock for you during (laughs) this journey? Are there any others that kind of come to you?
2: I just love the Psalms. Mm -hmm. Love, love, love the Psalms. It's just, they're just sweet to me. And there's one particular Psalm 27. um, The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? and when i when i read that it's what shall i fear whom shall i fear there's nothing that um when you when i pray and say lord just take it i'm i'm going to walk with you i'm no i'm no longer afraid i truly believe that he is my strength he is my of my life and um whom shall i be afraid that's the first two verses of psalm 27 also psalm 121 is really uh a very strong go-to um, scripture that i've just been saying over and over pretty much all my life but now i really um just lean on that a lot i will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help my help come from the lord which made heaven and earth that is where my help comes from i know that i can't do i can't do anything without the lord i can't um deal with this situation that i'm going through on my own i need the lord Mm. i need him daily i just confess i am a sinner without him i need him Mm. in my life Mm. and when you can say those things to the lord the lord will hear you he will hear you because he 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 loves us first and foremost he loves us and when we can say lord i need your help i want you to come into my life. That is what he wants. He wants that more than anything else in the world. He wants us to surrender ourselves, our lives to him. He wants to be our father. He is a good, good father. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that and I, you know, he's just shown up so many, so many ways, Jeff. He's shown up in our lives. He's brought us to this area of Charlottesville, Virginia, um, from a very rural area um he's opened so many doors you know and it's not us we we know it's not us we're humble enough to know it is nothing but the lord and his doing and so you know i'm just saying it's god is good mm. god, <laughs> god, is, god is, good. is good there are many scriptures that I, I i just love but i really love the psalms
0: mm-hmm. um I'm I'm stuck on First Peter. I keep coming back to First Peter, <laughs> but I'm going to say this That's one. Right. I'm wondering if this one has come up on your radar at all. But it's um, when Peter writes, um, and through the Passion translation, it's it, it's said this way: it's it's cast your cares on the Lord and leave them there. Oh yes. See, see, that's a challenge that I experience. Is I, I often will I take him up on that. Uh, okay, I'll be obedient and cast my cares. But my one of my challenges is I often go back and pick them back, pick up. back up. That's and, not and, what and, we're and, to do. and when I read that in the Passion translation, cast your cares on the Lord and leave them there. Leave them. Leave leave. <laughs> Have you? Um, does that resonate with you on your journey and your battle against cancer? Very
2: much so because um often I in in my Bible study lessons I've done with ladies we've talked about that worry, you know as mothers and um, wives and we have children we worry. Mm-hmm. We have that worry, but when the Lord says cast your cares upon me mm-hmm. and leave them there there, there should be no worry. Right. If you're worrying, if we're worrying about anything, whether it's our health, it's our finances, when you have a partnership, when you know the Lord, you know He said He would fight our battles for us, we are not to pick it back up. And that's just showing our faithfulness when we can, yeah, it's easier said than done, I know but it takes time just like anything else your faithfulness your faith will grow yes and as your faith can grows and you go through things you see over and over again what okay he's answered that situation okay he's answered this situation mm. he's answered that situation so you can see and then your faith really you begin to really just truly let go
0: you build a personal let, history with exactly, jesus exactly
2: you sh- he shows up and yes. he shows your prayers are answered. That's right. And that's what I've seen in my life. My I've seen prayers over my children get answered. I've seen um, you know financial situations happen in my life. That's like okay, this has to be the Lord. There's nothing else. Mm. Even even next to the fact that I married the the man that I married, I had said to the Lord, I surrender. I don't want to i'm going to put blinders on like a like a horse hmm. those things where they can't see i want you to bring the man that you want me to have in my life
0: and a good man he <laughs> yes. is
2: god is good i'll yes, tell you is. what
0: you two are an amazing couple and um to all our listeners out there I want you to know mabel morris is she is just a shining light to the lord and you are mabel you are a gift to this community i want to pray for you and all of our listeners, Mabel, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and continue to give you peace. This is Everyday Faith Radio. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Mabel, it's a blast coming to you. I'm, I'm going to have you back for chapter three on this show.
2: <laughs> I would love to come back, chapter
0: thank, thank you, you Mabel. For God bless you. God bless all you. our listeners, thank you for tuning in. It's like having a Fox News app right there in your dashboard. (laughs) Seaville 1075 and AM 1260, WCHV, AM and FM,
3: Charlottesville. This is a Fox News alert. This evil act will not define El Paso. I'm Pam Puso. That from the mayor of the Texas community ripped apart by gun violence. Yesterday, as shoppers packed a Walmart store, police say a gunman opened fire, killing 20 and injuring 26.
1: He was deranged, he was evil, uh, but I I can assure you that I'm convinced no one from El Paso would have ever done this. It's not our nature, our culture.
3: Mayor D. Margo on Fox News Sunday, the massacre is being investigated as a possible hate crime. The suspect, who was taken into custody, lives hundreds of miles away in Allen, Texas.
1: I look at this evil act and let's condemn it for what it is. Evil.
3: Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Hours after gunfire tore through Texas, bullets went flying in Dayton, Ohio. Authorities say nine people were killed, 26 others hurt when they were shot outside a bar in the city's historic district. Police, who arrived on scene in less than a minute, shot and killed the suspect.
0: Well, this is a terribly sad day for our city. I am amazed by the quick response of Dayton police that saved literally hundreds of lives.
3: Mayor Nan Whaley says the gunman was wearing body armor and was carrying extra magazines. This is terrorism. That from Democratic.